Greetings and welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate Friendship's personal growth education services and also serve as host for these podcasts. Offering openness and caring through the gift of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. This week, I offer you another of the Diamond Gym Disc programs, which are podcasts that have been edited. Like the songs from the days of when I was a high school disc jockey, a Diamond Gym Disc is a podcast that I especially like and believe others will find enjoyment in listening. So, let us step into the famous time machine. I hope that you will find value in the subjects we cover. You know, during this holiday season, that's kind of like what happens, too. We'll be facing an awful lot of depression in January because these little things are building up through December right now. You know, the, uh, I had mentioned a while ago, you, you always worry you got parties to go to. You feel obligated to many things in life, whether you should be or not. But you feel obligated, well, I better go to this party because they're my friends. I better go to that party. Uh, i got to buy a present for Mr. A because he bought one for me or Mrs. B. And, and, and the next thing you know, you're buying this and buying that. And you're trying to, how do you get past all this stuff? Well, the holidays are very full of expectations. Uh, most of them we started as children. We started developing expectations about what Christmas meant. And then as we went into becoming adults, we developed not only our family's expectations, but our spouse's family's expectations, our friend's family's expectations. And you start piling those up, and we should be going to every party we're invited to. We should get a present for everyone. We always get the Christmas cards out on time. We get those presents for people that are important. We attend the office parties. We spend time, and we're supposed to be gracious and understanding and even people we don't like the other 11 months of the year, we're going to be nice and kind and forgiving and supportive. And, and don't forget to always be ho-ho-ho for 30 days. I mean, <laughs> never let the fact that you don't feel up, you should be onward and forward. And, of course, being busy. That's part of the American culture is to stay busy. Now, not to mean that you're talking about people should be like uh, Scrooge and, and go through life the same same way every day. But uh, this is a season to think about what it means and... Uh, and uh, Maybe some would be, uh, they can become a little more friendly or stay that way the other 11 months of the year. Well, and I say, the thing is that if you are developing a pattern where it becomes a part of you rather than it's Christmas and I ought to do this and I should do that and I have to do this and all of those obligations are what creates the stress. If you're saying, hey, I do want to make some changes in life. It's a great contemplative, reflective period of time. What does Christmas really mean? And what does it mean in my world as versus trying to live up to all the commercial world, all the expectations of other people? Is it, do you find a lot of people are able to change or slow down or, 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 or realize what they're doing to themselves? Once they start taking the time to be kind to themselves, to say, hey, what does Christmas really mean to me? And what do I take the responsibility for choosing? A lot of people feel 
almost like a victim. They feel powerless to be able to make choices. And I firmly believe, as a psychologist, and we spend a lot of time in private practice or in doing a number of other things, helping people realize they have the power to choose. All right. What is the best way for someone that really wants to do a little thinking? Is it just get off by themselves where it's quiet? Or or, uh, some people go for a drive, drive around. Uh, What's the best way? Well, it, it varies with different people at different times in their lives. Sometimes we need that solitude, that quietness, that contemplative period. Sometimes we need someone who will make the um, commitment to listen to us, to be able to help us understand what in the world we're saying. We call it listening hospitality in the friendship program, but it's a really a saying, I'm going to make a commitment to listen to whatever you want to do and sort out. So sometimes over the, you know, over the years, you keep seeing the, uh, well, I don't want to stereotype, but, you know, a homemaker and a homemaker get together over coffee in the mornings. And actually, they're listening to one another and getting their gripes out of the way. And we all need that. We all need it to different degrees. Some of us need a daily dose of verbalization. Uh, some of us can do it once a week. Some people can do it for a longer period of time. But we all need a chance to share. I believe that God made us as social animals needing other people. The season of people with the hustle and bustle and running with the crowd. How do you store up enough energy to make it through the next day? That's, that's been something, you know, sometimes you, you can, people will last about an hour and then that's it. They go, get out of my way! <laughs> Some people can go 24 hours before they, they need a little uh, uh, respite. Well, see, th- this goes back to the realization that I believe as psychologists, one of my real gifts to other people is to give them an atmosphere where they explore what is important and valuable to them and they recognize they have the power to decide. They have a power to decide whether they're going to go into a frenzy of trying to buy presents for everyone, whether they're going to go to every party, whether they're going to send a Christmas card to everybody they've ever known. Are they going to go to every church service? Are they going to spend time with their kids baking cookies? What are they going to do? The reality is we never get more than 24 hours a day. I mean, whether it's December or the middle of July, it's still 24 hours, and we're all equal. So we have to make choices. Unfortunately, we get a lot of things in order to be a good parent, a good spouse, a good friend, a good church member, etc. There's a lot of pressure to try to do it all. The reality is we can't. I'm basically healthy, but I have a need to be heard in confidence, and I need to talk with someone who will be honest. Not my friends who want to help me feel good. Not by people who are going to judge me or blame me or people who are going to load me up with advice but someone who will just help me hear myself, who will be honest, and most of all what I think psychologists do, and that's offer confidentiality. You know, it's one really one of the real sad things that oftentimes you can't say some things to people, even in your own friendship or family circle, because they don't know how to keep their mouth shut. A professional psychologist does. Okay, here And if you live in a small town, that's even more of a difficulty. You don't want to read about it in the paper, do that's you? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or hear about it down at the community hall or uh, at the church service. You know, these are things that we all, I believe, as human beings, have a right to s- certain feelings and thoughts and to be able to maintain them in privacy. And, uh, yeah, I think someone said years ago, wasn't it, the loneliest feeling in the world is to be alone in a crowd? Yes. And uh, I guess there are a lot of people like that. Well, and when they say something like, share it with people, let's say, well, yes, I have these lonely feelings. The most frequent advice is, well, why don't you go join a group? Why don't you get out with people? Why don't you? In other words, they don't hear what the person is saying. 
I'm with people, I have people, but I'm still lonely. I haven't come to grips with what it means to be at peace with self. And whether it's in the private practice office or whether it's on retreat, we're helping people do that in a different atmosphere, a chance where they can explore themselves, be honest, and have their confidence maintained. What's the... uh What's, what's some of the heartwarming, I, I say heartwarming, what are some of the, the cases or people uh, without names uh, that have made you feel really good? I think, uh, as I say, my favorite retreat was the young man who came. He was probably in his early 30s, and he wanted to spend time talking about the role of love in his life. And I thought that was really fascinating. It's someone who didn't want to focus it on a problem but just wanted to explore something, that preventive thing we're talking about. What did he, and what choices did he want to make in the regard to love? We talked about love of self. We talked about love of family. We talked about romantic and sexual love. And then love with God, a spiritual love. All of these were components of love in his life, but they were prevention-oriented. They were self-learning oriented. That, to me, was probably one of the most exciting retreats I ever went on with an individual, a, tra- a, a companion with someone as they explored it. After the period of the retreat, the individual went away with a lot more knowledge about himself. And have you ever followed up to a point to see if they've changed their job outlook or their, or their direction that they were headed in? Well, one of the most powerful things I have is that people make a decision and say, if I'm in this job, then I make a choice to be in this job, whether it's perfect or not. But I make the choice. So many people feel victimized by the job. They feel victimized by their families. They feel victimized by their location, by their environment. This is a chance to say no matter what choices you make, you make them. Now, what are you going to do with the choice that you've made? And we do try to encourage people. If you need some changes, make the changes. But take responsibility for that change. Yeah, the, uh, and that's another thing, too, is uh, for someone to learn responsibility. And it's, it's very difficult because there are an awful lot of people who feel very professionally victimized. They are, they're ready to blame culture. They're ready to blame their friends, their spouses, their family, everything else except accepting responsibility for the choices they make. Dr. James Huey, I, I wish you the best and uh, on your next cruise. And Thank you for having me. And uh, things are apparently working well, helping a lot of people. Trying to do our very best. That's good. We're ready to sing jingle bells now, aren't we? Yes. Ho, ho, ho. WGBR Goldsboro's very own.